Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1706, The Art of Self-Care for Empaths and Sensitive People by Judith Orloff with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Audino, and welcome back to ORD, the podcast where I narrate to you from some of the best relationship blogs and books out there, with each episode dedicated to helping you build better relationships in at least one area. Today, we'll be focusing on the relationships we have with ourselves, what self-care looks like, and how it's a little different for empaths and more sensitive people. Don't worry, even for those of you out there that insist on showing no empathy and having no feelings, I have a feeling you'll still like it. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. The Art of Self-Care for Empaths and Sensitive People by Judith Orloff with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com Self-care is essential for all empathic people. When you mindfully and lovingly practice it each day, your sensitivities will flourish. The self-care practices, perspectives, and meditations I present as daily offerings in my new book, Thriving as an Empath, will support you in being a compassionate, empowered empath without shouldering the suffering of others or trying to fix them. They offer gentle day-by-day reminders about how you can be loving without becoming codependent or a martyr, and I'd like to offer two of them here today. As a psychiatrist and empath, I am fierce about my own self-care practices and teach these principles to my patients. I feel so strongly about them because I want to keep enjoying the extraordinary gifts of sensitivity, including an open heart, intuition, and an intimate connection with spirituality and the natural world. Shallow emotional waters don't appeal to me. I love going deep, and my sensitivities take me there. Still, A big challenge for all sensitive people is how to be compassionate without absorbing the stress of others and the world. We don't have the same filters as most people. We are emotional sponges who feel everything and instinctively take it in. This differs from ordinary empathy, where your heart goes out to others in pain or happiness, but you don't take on their feelings. We empaths are helpers, lovers, and caretakers who often give too much at the expense of our own well-being. Research suggests that our mirror neuron system, a part of the brain responsible for compassion, is hyperactive, which can burn us out. This is not how I choose to live. I want to be loving, but overhelping and absorbing someone's distress just puts me on sensory overload, which is painful to my sensitive body and soul. It also doesn't serve the other person in any lasting way. To stay healthy and happy, you must be prepared with an effective self-care practice 
so you're ready to deal with stress. If you're interested, you can learn more in my book about how to keep yourself balanced and whole by trusting your intuition, setting boundaries, and protecting your energy. The secret to an empath's well-being is to break the momentum of sensory overload before it consumes you. The strategies and attitudes that I'll share, which have been life-saving for me, will quickly bring you back to center when you are overwhelmed or emotionally triggered. Here are two selections from the book that I hope you enjoy. Each of them ends with an intention you can set, which is a powerful way to guide your mind away from harmful habits and into transformative growth. Self-Care for Empaths and Sensitive Souls Number 1. The Gift of Being Different Like many empaths, you may feel as if you don't belong in this world. You experience life so intensely and love so deeply, it's sometimes hard to find kindred souls to whom you can relate. As a child, I always felt different from my peers. Other kids loved going to crowded parties and shopping malls, whereas I preferred climbing trees with my best friend or writing poetry. As an only child, I was alone a lot and found companions in the moon and the stars. Often I felt like an alien on Earth, waiting for a spaceship to take me to my true home. Similarly, Albert Einstein said, quote, I am truly a lone traveler and have never belonged. I have never lost a need for solitude. End quote. As I've grown as an empath, I can appreciate the gift of being different. I am moved by this anonymous quote. Quote, If you feel you don't fit into this world, it's because you're here to create a better one. End quote. Sensitive people are meant to bring light into the world. Empathy is a strength, not a weakness. I applaud everyone who looks different, feels different, or thinks different. The world needs the difference you will make. Set your intention. I will honor the gift of being different. I will fully be my unique self and not let anyone take my power away. I will shine my light brightly. Number two, it's not your job to take on the world's pain. As an empath, you have an open heart. You don't have the same emotional guard up that many others do. You feel people's pain, both loved ones and strangers, and you instinctively want to take it away from them. In fact, many of us have been taught that being compassionate means it's our job to remove other people's pain. This is not true. You can hold a supportive space for someone without absorbing their distress in your own body. Finding this balance is the art of healing. Inwardly, you can say, this is not my burden to carry. It is impossible to fix someone, and it is really none of your business to try. More than 20 years of being a physician has taught me that everybody deserves the dignity of their own path. Set your intention. I can be compassionate without becoming a martyr or taking on another person's pain. I can respect someone's healing process without trying to fix them. The Empath's Loving Heart I wrote this book of days, this book of seasons, as my tribute to an empath's loving heart and to the sacredness of time. My greatest purpose is to be in service to the goodness of empathy and love. As sensitive people, let's marvel at our lives and our many openings to grow. Every day the mystery unfolds. No matter what, keep loving, keep taking deep breaths, keep looking at the starlit sky. Allow time to help you remember your timelessness. You just listened to the post titled, The Art of Self-Care for Empaths and Sensitive People, by Judith Orloff, 
with HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a great post today from Judith. We thank her for that. There's always so much value in recognizing and playing to our own strengths, whether they're learned or genetic. But this can be particularly hard when our strengths are classically seen as weaknesses, which is often the case when it comes to empathy and empaths. And for that reason, it's of utmost importance for those who are and are not empaths to read or listen to articles like this. But in addition to taking them in, it's important to take action on them too. Thinking about using your own strengths as an empath might be hard to translate into action, you know, if you feel as though the world around you will regularly reinstate reason for you to believe that empathy is a disadvantage. So, use Dr. Judith's intention setting and take it seriously. Consciously plunging into action and setting intentions will be especially important for empaths. So, I'm going to leave you guys for now and let you get to it. Thank you so much for listening today, everyone. It was a great post, a pleasure to read, and I'm appreciative to all of you for staying all the way to the end. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow for another one, and that's where your optimal life awaits.